Since the spring of 2020, as the world braced itself for the unknowns of a global pandemic, the medical professional liability market has been holding its breath to see how COVID-19 will affect healthcare liability in America. Shortages of PPE, inadequate testing capabilities, and overrun hospital emergency rooms painted a frightening picture for all of us. So where are we now? What's the true impact of COVID-19 on the medical malpractice market? And what's happening with COVID claims? Today, we're going to give you an update on the state of the market nearly two years in. So stay tuned. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. If you're new to our channel, welcome. Thanks so much for being here. We release a new episode every week, both on YouTube and your favorite podcast streaming platform. So be sure to like and subscribe to stay connected. All right, let's jump in. In mid-2020, we published a summary of how the top malpractice insurance carriers were offering relief and support to healthcare providers struggling in the pandemic. And although most of these issues are not as critical today, I did want to mention it before we dive in, just in case you still need answers to some questions such as, do I have coverage for COVID-19 claims? And can I offer remote care services to my patients? So please check that out if it would be helpful for you. We'll go ahead and link it in the show notes and the episode description below. So here we are two years in, and the COVID storm is still looming above the insurance industry. So what have we been seeing as it relates to COVID malpractice claims? Well, we haven't seen the surge of malpractice cases that some anticipated, but due to the long tail nature of the malpractice insurance market, it may take another two to three years to experience the potential impact. And by long tail, I mean that it can take several years for malpractice cases to develop in a normal market. So with the pandemic, it could be delayed even further. As of December 2021, the United States has documented millions of COVID-19 positive cases, resulting in hundreds of thousands of deaths. With the increasing perception that these deaths were preventable, comes the threat of litigation. To date, it has been estimated that there are about 10,000 COVID-related lawsuits that have been filed against various entities like airlines, municipalities, prisons, hospitals, and of course, healthcare providers. Although only a small percentage of these are actually estimated to be health and medicine-related filings. The total number of COVID claims affecting the physician malpractice market has been relatively small up until now. In 2020, the malpractice insurance market actually saw 20% fewer claims filed than what we saw in 2019. But there could be a variety of reasons for this, including the courts being shut down, no elective surgeries for a period of time, and the overall reduction of elective procedures. 
It's also possible that potential claimants were just reluctant to meet with their attorneys during the pandemic. So in general, just everything was slowed down in 2020. We may expect to see these claims filed later, or we just may not see them at all. But it's still really too early to tell if we've dodged a bullet or if the worst is yet to come. The initial wave of COVID-related malpractice claims is really focused more on long-term care facilities and nursing homes, but claims against physicians are starting to trickle in as well. Negligence, misdiagnosis, delayed diagnosis, or delayed treatment, as well as issues with understaffing have been central to many of the cases that have been filed up to this point. The results of these claims will be significantly influenced by federal and state immunity for physicians. Available immunity varies significantly depending on each state. Some states have very little immunity and others have comprehensive immunity programs in place. And if immunity is in place, then plaintiff attorneys will have to prove gross negligence in order to circumvent it. So I think it's fair to say that we'll be seeing some very creative claims being filed as attorneys start looking for loopholes and ways to get around all of these protections that have been put in place for physicians. As a result, these pandemic era claims are likely to become increasingly complex and much more expensive than traditional medical malpractice cases. Physicians have been caring for COVID-19 patients while risking their own health and the health of their families, often with inadequate personal protective equipment, and treatment options for COVID-19 are still few and unproven, and the virus has been super unpredictable, and un unexpected deaths have been very common. So one can only hope that when these cases finally do get their day in court, that jurors will remember what it was like in those worst days of the pandemic, and that immunities will be upheld to protect healthcare providers nationwide. While we may not have seen the onslaught of claims that some expected at the beginning of the pandemic, it really is too early to say that the storm has passed. After an initial dip in claim activity, claim frequency in 2021 has reverted to pre-pandemic levels. And in addition to the backlog of older cases, COVID-related cases and run-of-the-mill malpractice negligence claims are all getting back on those court dockets to be heard. So it'll also be interesting to see if anything comes of the dramatic spike in the use of telehealth during the pandemic as well. While the healthcare industry's quick pivot has been really impressive, the long-term liability impact is still to be seen. For example, did providers have all of the necessary follow-up mechanisms in place when they decided to go live to do their virtual care for remote patients? And were all of their protocols established and they followed up and they had referral and documentation all in place? Sometimes we move a little too quickly, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with those liability cases. These are just a few of the unanswered questions that will contribute to the uncertainty of these types of claims going forward. So overall, what are we seeing in the malpractice market from a price perspective? Well, unfortunately, even though claim frequency has dipped, we are starting to see some small premium increases from carriers nationwide. 
Many malpractice insurers have started raising their premiums in response to their deteriorating underwriting results, their lower loss reserve margins, and their lower returns on investment. In simple terms, this just means that malpractice carriers are beginning to take a little bit of a hit on claim payouts, and so they're starting to adjust their rates in order to position themselves for the future. The majority of states right now, we're only seeing rate increases around 5 to 10%, but some states are going up closer to 20%. So what does this mean for you? If you're not already working with a good agent, you need to find one. A knowledgeable malpractice insurance agent can keep an eye on the market for you and help you shop around to find other coverage options if needed. The next few years will be significant for the medical professional liability market as we start to see what happens with physician immunities and the overall claim activity across the whole country. And you already have enough on your hands as it is. So let an agent do the work for you to find, compare, and help you secure the best malpractice coverage going forward. And by the way, That's what we do here at Aegis. So please let us know if we can be of assistance to you. And if you have any questions on this topic or you need to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us today via phone, email, or chat. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We have some great episodes lined up for you in the next few weeks. I hope you found this one helpful. If so, could you do me a favor and give us a like and leave a review? And be sure to subscribe to our show so that you can catch our next installment of Malpractice Insights, where we're dedicated to helping you understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.